<laughs> Let's try that. As an intro. <laughs> Zach James Podcast. I'm in the basement. Thank you for clicking. Thank you for listening. Today, uh, I'm in a different room in the basement. I'm chilling in Levi's room. <laughs> he's he's laying in bed. <laughs> Paint a picture of that. Whatever. <laughs> I might have him. <laughs> he might be on a little bit, talk stats, but I'm just going for it, man. Better late than never. Uh, today was a great day. I woke up at, like, well, actually, I didn't go to sleep. And then I, I fell asleep today at, like, new, at like 7 in the morning. Slept about till noon. Levi took me to the bank, had to make a, a deposit. Um, <laughs> that's about all I did today. Drank a couple pink, uh, pink lemonades. Those are good. If I had to pick any drink that I could only have for the rest of my life, it would be pink lemonade. A strawberry lemonade or like a raspberry lemonade. Either one would suffice. So good. I could eat lemonade till the cows come home. Drink. I just said eat lemonade. I could drink lemonade till the cows come home. But yeah, got a lot of stuff we're gonna talk about. Got a couple things I gotta clear up. But uh, let's just uh, let's just get into it. Okay, first things first. <clears throat> Let's talk about the things I said that were wrong. Um, the mic static. I was moving a lot the last podcast. I got to hold still. Um, I think I was like doing a lot of stuff with my arms, and that would move the cord, and then that would move where it's plugged into my phone, and that would cause the mic static. So hopefully there's no mic static, because I'm going to hold almost perfectly still this entire podcast. Um, yeah. I said, oh, yeah. When I was talking about the movie Outbreak, <clears throat> I said um, Matt Hoffman instead of... His actual name, which is Dustin Hoffman. Matt Hoffman's like a pro skater. Um, I don't know how I remember that. I think he might have actually been. Uh, I don't think he's a pro skater, actually. He's like a pro, like, he rides a bike. Would that be like BMX? BMX? Yeah. He, uh, I think he was in an episode of Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide, if you guys remember that show. I think he was on an episode where he was doing some crazy stuff on a bike with Cookie. If, if, the, if all that information is right. You'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, <clears throat> I talked about Kirk Cousins last podcast. Just so you know, his his record versus winning teams is five and twenty-seven. They gave him an extension through 2022, and the guy is five and twenty-seven versus winning teams. Teams with a winning winning record, five and twenty-seven. That is disgusting, but I'm all for it. Love to see him in purple. Love it. Uh. It was, it was, uh, oh, that hit, too, I talked about. It was not Ray Lewis or Terrell Suggs on Brad Smith or on Bart Scott. It was actually Patrick Willis hitting Brad Smith. So it was 49ers, Jets. <clears throat> so, yeah, it was Patrick Willis knocking out Brad Smith unconscious in midair. Had nothing to do with the Ravens. I don't know why I thought it was the Ravens. Uh, Bart Scott, the guy who I thought it was, he actually plays linebacker for the Jets. He did play linebacker for the Jets. <clears throat> and if you want to watch something funny, go on YouTube and Google search his can't wait interview after they beat the Patriots in the uh, divisional round of the playoffs a couple years ago to advance to the championship where they eventually lost to the Steelers. But um, he is hilarious. Like he, I don't want to spoil it for you at all, but go watch Bart Scott 
can't wait interview. It's gold. Um, the draft order. How did I get the draft order wrong? That was embarrassing. I was kind of embarrassed about this one. I said it was Bengals, Redskins, Dolphins, but it's not. It's Bengals, Redskins, Lions, Giants. Dolphins are at five. So that kind of matters. But um, we can talk mock draft in a little bit. Those are my mistakes that I caught, though. So hopefully we don't have as many mistakes. I'm playing with – I got a deck of cards on my hands, too, so you've probably been hearing me shuffle those. I got to stop touching these. They're just so fun to – you know, I got, like, ADHD or something. I got to have my hands on something. Um, <clears throat> I'll just jump into it, you know. Uh, people have been saying, you know, don't let it be boring. Not like it, it has been boring, but if I keep talking about music – Movies, sports, you know, it might get old kind of fast, but we're going to stick with that template for a little bit longer. Um, as far as movies go, so many good movies on Netflix in these trying times. It's been really hard for me to find a movie, though, but um, someone asked me what my favorite movies are, so I thought I could talk about that for a little bit. Um, anything Quentin Tarantino, my goodness, that guy is such a good actor, or a good director. Like, I could just lift, list off all these movies that... He's made. They're so good. Reservoir Dogs, so good. Pulp Fiction, that's a lot of that's that's one that more people know about. That's like all time great. Kill Bill, the first one, when that uh, Uma Thurman with a samurai sword is just chopping people's limbs off. Super intense. Definitely check it out. That's on Netflix. If you're bored and you want to just see some crazy action movie, go watch Kill Bill Volume One on Netflix. He also directed uh, Inglorious Bastards. Great movie. Amazing movie, actually. Uh, did Django Unchained, The Hateful Eight, and then uh, his new one was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. All are great. Those are all great movies. He's probably the greatest actor of all time as far as I'm concerned. Greatest director. I keep saying that wrong. But yeah, um, anything Quentin Tarantino is probably my favorite. There's so many good movies that were made in the 90s that a lot of people don't really know about. Like The Shawshank Redemption, 90s. Forrest Gump, 90s. Goodfellas. Probably not in the 90s, but like Silence of the Lambs, I don't know why that just came to my mind, 90s, Saving Private Ryan's in the 90s, Fight Club's in the 90s, The Matrix, The Matrix, 90s, Goodwill Hunting, with uh, Rest in Peace Robin Williams, great movie, 90s, then after that it was like, <clears throat> I was looking in like the 2000s, like I was like, w I didn't know all those were in the 90s. Like, did we make any good movies in the 2000s? And it was kind of like, not really. <laughs> as far as great movies go, not really. I mean, after like 2010 and beyond, we started again, as far as I'm concerned. Avatar, great movie. The Dark Knight, great movie. I love Batman. The Other Guys, a great movie. Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell, are you kidding me? They team up in a couple different movies. So good. So good. And I tried finding like a really old movie that was good. If you ever seen Taxi Driver, it came out in the 70s. And it's with young Robert De Niro. From If you don't know who Robert De Niro is, he's in a lot of those like uh, The Goodfellas or The Irishman, if you saw that on Netflix. That movie is way too long as far as I'm concerned. But yeah, Taxi Driver is pretty good really good. This, if you don't know who Robert De Niro is, he's the guy, he's the dad from Meet the Fockers. Like, the secret agent dad. Like, the uh, Ben Stiller's girl's dad, if that makes sense. <clears throat> but yeah. Great movies. All those are great movies. If I just said a great movie, if I said a movie just now, you better watch it. Interstellar. I got a funny Interstellar story. When 
we weren't even going to plan to see Interstellar. It was like me, Chance, and then we had the, uh, there was like a couple girls with us. I think maybe Cole, Cole was with us too. Um, we went to the movie theater and we were going to see, I don't know what movie we were going to see, but like we started arguing about it because we're like, we're not going to go see that movie. And then the girls were like, well, what movie do you want to see? And we're like, well, Interstellar sounds cool. But the only way that we could get them to come see Interstellar was if we bought the movie tickets. And, of course, nobody was going to do that. So I had to step up and buy, like, five movie tickets at, like, ten bucks a piece. And it was, like, I spent, like, $55 in movie tickets for us to watch this movie. And it turned out to be one of the greatest movies of all time. Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. Driving to Lincoln. <laughs> uh, great. Great movie. Arrival? Uh, Arrival's on Hulu. With It's got Hawkeye in it. He's not Hawkeye, but it's the guy who plays Hawkeye. Great movie. I love, like, sci-fi thrillers, man. If you can somehow get aliens into a movie, I'll watch it. I don't care how bad it is. That's about it for movies, though. Um, as far as length of podcast goes, too, that last episode was really long. Almost an hour, so I'm gonna try to not have it be that long. Like, I think an hour's too long. Somewhere between, like, in between, like, 30 and 45 minutes is probably golden. That's, like, my golden zone I should shoot for. Um, I mean, it's a goal. We'll see if I can make it happen or not. Uh, music. I gotta stop making throat noises. Like, I'm just a sniffly person. It's hard. Everyone in this house is, like, mildly sick. Not with corona, though. Please, God, don't think I have corona. It's just, like, sniffles, you know? It's cold outside. It's wet outside. Took the garbage out. I don't know. I was outside for a little bit. <laughs> okay, that'll be the last throat noise. I promise. Okay. Let's talk music. Holy cow. Let's talk music. I remember Dua Lipa. I talked about her in the last podcast. Go listen to her song. It's called Break My Heart. I wish I could play it, but I'm pretty sure I would get slammed for copyright. It's so good. It's the best song I've heard in a while from like a female artist. Um,. Check it out. Break My Heart by Dua Lipa. Jesse Reyes. Keep it going with the, the woman power. Man, a lot of good music been made by the females lately. I probably shouldn't call them females. The female. <laughs> a lot of good good um, women in music now, especially as of late, coming out with really good albums and stuff. Check out uh, Jesse Reyes. If you haven't listened to her before, really good. She just came out with a new album called Before Love Came to Kill Us. So good. There's a song with Eminem. You know, I'm a simple man. I see Eminem, I click, okay? I saw Eminem was featured in a song. They've had a relationship, too. They've been on a couple songs with each other. Always good, always good. This one's called Coffin. So Jesse Reyes, Coffin, featuring Eminem. Such a good song, you know? Saw Eminem, I just had to listen to it. Very good. Also has a song called Dope. Very good, very good. Check those two out. Jesse Reyes, Dope. Jesse Reyes, Coffin. Very, very good. I actually, Chance Spencer. I shouldn't, I don't know if I should say his last name. Whatever, fuck it. Uh, my roommate, he, I don't know what it is with his family, man, but they just know good music. He showed me Jesse Reyes like a lo- long time ago, and she's like just starting to get popular. They they have like how many of her bones we have in our body, they have an extra one, and it's for music. <clears throat> they just have a music bone in their body, in their ear or something. I swear to God, all of them, all of them know good music. It's insane. They'll show me crazy songs, and I'm like, where did you find this? How did you do this? It's a gift. <laughs> it's a gift. It's a superpower. <clears throat> but yeah, someone said do uh, top five greatest rappers alive. 
or at least like I was like, well, I can do like my top five rappers. I don't know as far as like alive. Um, I guess all these guys are still alive. What's the difference? <clears throat> um, yeah, I can do top five all time rappers. Um, I like Drake. Drake at five. I put Drake at five. He's got some good albums. Way back in the day, I remember when I was in like I'm senior in high school. That's when he dropped. If you're reading this, it's too late. Good album. It's got Legend, and I'm pretty sure Know Yourself is on there as well as Energy. I got energy. Got a lot of energy. Such a good song. Um, <clears throat> yeah. He's got another. Nothing was the same. Is another good album too. I'm on my worst behavior. I'm pretty sure that song's on there. Um, then at four, I probably put Kendrick Lamar. It's hard. There's there's a lot of good rappers. So I think four is a good spot for Kendrick Lamar. Um, good Kid, Mad City. Oh my gosh. To Pimp a Butterfly. Damn. Those are three good albums right there. Um, I like Mad City. Backseat Freestyle. Um, King Kunta. These are just songs coming to my mind. DNA. Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe. That's a good song. Uh, we Gonna Be Alright. So many good songs. Kendrick Lamar comes in at four. I like him at four. It's not bad. Uh, three. Ooh, three oh, two and three are probably so close. I got him in my mind. I would put J. Cole at three. Just because whoever I'm going to put at two has been around a lot longer. Yeah, J. Cole at three. Forest Hills Drive. It speaks for itself. KOD was good, too. You know, No Role Models. A Tale of Two Cities. Wet Dreams. Fire Squad. 03 Adolescence. Off of nine, uh, 1985 off KOD. Those are all really, really good songs really really good song this is a rap too like these are rappers like if you don't you might not be bumping you might not like this but you know what i mean these are rappers rappers like this ain't no arizona cervejas type stuff that the kids are listening to these days you know two two comes in he it's just a toss up between two and three i put two little wayne you got to give respect to little wayne he's a stud the carter three was my like the first rap album I ever really listened to. I would come home from school, hop on YouTube, and I would listen to A Millie and Lollipop on repeat, both off the Carter Three. Amazing album, the Carter Three. Probably one of my favorite albums of all time. He's good. Love Lil Wayne, Truck Fit, Tone Sheet. Good, good rapper. In the number one, no question about it. Eminem. I said it on last podcast. He's the greatest of all time. Eminem, you gotta say Eminem. He's so good. Like I don't really listen to Jay Z. Like Jay Z was like early two thousands. I mean, he had the Blueprint, was one of his albums, and the Black album. But I don't really. Yeah. See, I never got big into Jay Z. Like Ninety Nine Problems was his was the most. Yeah, that I don't agree with that. He's a good rapper, but I mean. Little Wayne at 10, Pfft, whatever they have to say after that is invalid. But yeah, Eminem at 1, Marshall Mathers LP, Marshall Mathers LP 2, Slim Shady LP, The Eminem Show, Recovery, Music to be Murdered by, like, the list goes on. My favorite Eminem song would probably be Till I Collapse. Till I Collapse. Or My Name Is. It's so good. He's so good for so long, too. Crazy. <clears throat> That's music, though. Check out those songs. If I said a song, definitely worth listening to, especially if, like, rap.
those, those are some good rap songs in there. Um, explicit rap songs, too. They don't, you know, they're not sugarcoating it, just so you know. Um, jump into sports. I'm going to try not to talk about sports as as long as last time. I know that was brutal on a lot of people's ears. Just like the sports talk. I don't really know what the show the show is yet. Like if it's like a, I don't even know what to call it. Like a sports, I would say my main focus would be sports. If I'm going to talk the most about sports, this would be a sports show. Um, we'll see though. It's going to be, you know, all over the place kind of. Sports, uh, I read somewhere today, read an article, NCAA is going to lose $377 million with no March Madness. $377 million. That's a lot of change. That's a lot of dough. Gone. That sucks, man. Sucks to suck. Pay the athletes also. I'm pretty sure they're going to start getting paid. I want all athletes paid. If you're going to make money off their image, if you're going to rake in the dough when they win bowl games and when they win, when they go to the Sweet 16 and so on, you better pay them all. All of them, too. I'm not talking just football, basketball. Rowing. Shout out Bryce Keel. D1 rowing. Those guys deserve money. You know, student athlete deserves a little compensation here and there, as far as I'm concerned. Someone said, do your top five wide, top five all-time wide receivers. I wanted to get in this with Levi. Um, I could do my top five. Levi, you want to you wanna get in on this? Just you just want to hear, hear? Okay. I'll do, we'll start with five. It was hard. As the five could have gone a lot of ways. I here I'll do my honorable mention. These are guys that just missed it. So like Marvin Harrison, all time great Colt. He had Payne Manning throwing him the ball a lot. Steve Largent, Seattle Seahawk. Don Hudson, former Packer. He's on here. He's got a lot of touchdowns. And that that was kind of back in the day when they didn't throw the ball a lot, which is pretty crazy. I think he has ninety nine touchdowns total, which is nuts for back in the day. Tory Holt, great Ram. Great Ram. Him and Kurt Warner hooking up a lot back in the day with Marshall Falk. The greatest show on turf. Steve Smith as well. Former Carolina Panther. He's a dog. He's small, but he was a dog. One of the best trash talkers of all time. Um, that was my honorable mention. So let's get right in the top five. Chris Carter at number five. Former Viking. He's got 14,000 yards. 130 touchdowns. Not bad. He was like... If, you don't, if you've never heard about Chris Carter... You know, look him up. If you never watch his highlights, look it up. He was OBJ before OBJ was OBJ. This guy was making insane catches along the sidelines. Crazy one-hand catches. He was like the OBJ of the the, the 80s and the 90s and the early 2000s. Like, I don't think he played in the 80s, but you know what I mean. 90s and 2000s. Um, good. Really good. He had Dante Culpepper thrown to him for a while. Randall Cunningham there for a couple of years. Uh, four, Larry Fitzgerald. You know, easy peasy lemon squeezy. He's an all-time great. He's just like a good, like he just shows up. You know what I mean? Larry Fitzgerald's showing up, and and he's going to ball. He's not going to complain. How many years was he on a shitty team in Arizona? Almost his entire career. They had that one really deep playoff one where they went to the Super Bowl against the Steelers. But, I mean... Other than that, nothing. I, I remember when he had that dagger against the Packers. They went to overtime, and on the first play, they ran, like, a shovel pass to him. Or maybe the shovel pass was on the touchdown. But he literally gets them all the way down the red zone, and then they give it to him again, and he scored, and they beat us in overtime. 
I'm pretty sure that was the Jeff Janis Hail Mary game. I'm pretty sure. That was in Arizona, too. Um, number three, Terrell Owens. Um, what? Yeah. Number three is T.O. Easily. 1,600 yards, 153 touchdowns. He's got more yards than Randy Moss. And, you know, it, it's kind of sad because when I was thinking about this, like, Terrell Owens had way better quarterbacks thrown to him than Randy Moss. Donovan McNabb and Tony Romo, compared to Randy Moss, had who? Like, Who's your four? Four is Larry Fitzgerald. Three is? Terrell Owens. Terrell Owens is good. He, skip, Diva. Skip, 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 skip. Listen, listen. Okay. T.O. had the thing with the popcorn, too. T.O. had popcorn and the Sharpie in the sock. And then I'll get to number two, Randy Moss. He had the moon. When he mooned the Packers back in the day, people probably lost their damn minds. I can just imagine what my dad was screaming at the TV, watching Randy Moss moon Lambeau Field on Monday Night Football. Um... 1,500 yards, 15, no, not 1,500, 15,000 yards, 156 touchdowns. He's got three more touchdowns than T.O., but um, I was thinking about this. That year with Tom Brady probably boosted his stats. I'm pretty sure the season Randy Moss had with Tom Brady, he caught 23 touchdowns. And I'm pretty sure Tom Brady threw for 50 touchdowns that season, which is nuts. And then number one's Jerry Rice. He's got most yards, most touchdowns, and it's not close. He's got 22,000 yards, so 7,000 y- more yards than Randy Moss at number two. And he almost has 200 touchdowns. He has 197. So, I mean, and he's got rings on top of it. None of these other guys on this list have a ring. So, that's what that, that was my list. This seemed pretty easy once you look at the stats. Jones, Calvin Johnson, Reggie Wayne. What, what about them guys? Um, Chris Reggie Wayne would probably be skip, if skip, I, skip, 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 Reggie skip, Wayne skip. would be at eleven. 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 Yep. Oh, and then who else did you say? We got Calvin Johnson. Calvin Johnson didn't play five, enough. No. Just top five automatically. He would be. He'd be up there. He'd be top fifteen. But I mean, like three, four. These guys have thousands of yards and over a hundred touchdowns. Calvin Johnson does not. You got to get over 10,000 yards. Julio, got to keep playing. At the end of it, probably. There was a couple seasons where Julio didn't catch a touchdown. Like, there was a couple seasons where Julio had, like, one or two touchdown catches. Heinz Ward? Uh, No. Not, not in, no. I mean, he's good. Ben Roethlisberger's throwing to him. He's good. I want to look, I should look up Steve Smith. Steve Smith was good. He didn't have very many touchdowns, is what kept him an honorable mention. A lot of yards, though. You said you had Hopkins at four, right? No, Larry Fitzgerald. Hopkins, there's no, I have no active player on my top five or in my top ten. Yeah, you do. No. Larry Fitzgerald. Okay, Liab, you're right, you're right, you're right, my bad. Larry Fitzgerald, you're right. Yeah, so one, Larry Fitzgerald at four. He's the only active player. And he's not going to move up from there. I Unless he goes bonkers these next couple of seasons, how many more seasons does Larry Fitzgerald have? Honestly, be honest uh, with yourself. Two at most. Two at most, okay? Most. So there's no I way. Think, I think this will be his last Yeah, year. me too. He's got to go up. I think him and the Cardinals are going to try to make a push this year, especially with DeAndre Hopkins. Hopefully that helps him get open a little more. Well, it should. The defense will have to focus on him a little more. He's, yeah, he's still kicking, though. 
pretty crazy. Even if he had 30 touchdowns in the next two seasons, he would not have more touchdowns than Terrell Owens. So, like, the gap between three and four is insurmountable at this point. Like, he will – four is as high as he can get. He's got 17,000 yards, which is which is more than Randy Moss and T.O., but he's also played way more seasons than both those guys. Yeah. So, you know, he's stuck at four. As far as I'm concerned, he cannot go up any higher than four. He never really had a quarterback to throw to him his whole career. Like, name name a good Cardinals quarterback. Kurt Warner. That, 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 that like, one to two seasons, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they went to a Super Bowl, you know? Yeah, they did. Uh, yeah, yeah. San Antonio Holmes had a beautiful yeah. catch. That, like, you know, brought the toe tap back into the limelight. Go look at that. If you're bored during quarantine, go watch San Antonio Holmes Super Bowl catch against the Cardinals. Probably that was probably the – That was probably the best catch of all time no, no, until – OBJ had the catch against Dallas. No, what about the catch in New York and New England? The helmet catch? Ah, yeah. Dude, that's that's not skill. That's just luck. Holy shit. You know what I mean? I guess no, there's a OBJ's lot of... OBJ's luck. That's OBJ's was skill. To, to, oh to, to, he caught the ball with three fingers behind his head, you dude. Get, you throw him three passes like that, he's catching one out of three. He's one of the best one-handed catchers of all time, if not the best. But this, I, my main point is the San Antonio Holmes catch. Beautiful. Yeah. It was a good throw. A good throw. That was a good game, too. That was a back-and-forth Super Bowl. I'm pretty sure James Harrison had an interception at the goal line when the Cardinals were in the red zone, it like and he took it 93 yards. Like two, yeah, he took it almost all the way back to the house, and I remember he's, he's on the ground just like, you could just see him breathing from a mile away. Dude's just gas because he just ran. 300-pound man just ran 90 yards. Running for his life, man. The things you remember, is that crazy? I I remember watching that Super Bowl at my house, wearing my Larry Fitzgerald jersey. You want to know something greasy, and that I that I always regret when the Packers went to the Super Bowl against the Steelers, like the day, but like the week the week before the game, we had school, and like the Friday before was like picture day, and my stupid dumbass wore a Troy Palomalu jersey. Oh my, oh my god, on picture day, Levi. I this I Oh, like the the week before the oh Super Bowl. The only Super Bowl the Packers have been to in my lifetime that I've been able to watch. And, and I wear a Troy Palomalu jersey to school. <laughs> on picture day. I'm pretty I we had to be in I had to be in 8th, 7th or 8th grade. And I, I don't remember what club I was in. It was, um, I want to say it was student council. It was, like, my last year I was ever in that. All I really ever did was, like, move shit for Mrs. Funk. She ran it, and she would just, I remember one time me and Mason Gama had to go move books. That was my only thing I ever really did in that. I'm pretty sure that was student council. But, um, yeah, Troy Palomalu jersey right before Packers when it's disgusting. If that picture ever surfaces of me, I'll puke. Yeah, it's gross. I people should give me shit. How dare it? it? Like, I don't think I got the yearbook that year, but I know for a fact there's a picture of me in a Troy Palomalu jersey in in a yearbook. So dumb. How dare I? What? what yeah, Troy Palomalu is an all-time great Hall of Famer, but not we week before the Packers in the Super Bowl. You dense man. Uh, looking back on it, can you imagine if? I feel so sick of the Steelers won, and I was wearing their jersey. Ugh. I was so happy the Packers won that. 
so many good people. Like, think of, like, that was the last time Clay Matthews was, like, really, really good. Yeah. That was the last time we really saw B.J. Raji be really, really good. Last time we saw A-Rod be really, really good. No, stop trying to say A-Rod. That was the last time he was good. Come wow. on. We went 15-1 and one the next season. And then <laughs> two years after that, he won an MVP in 2014. Come on. He was he – was, that was his second year starting. He started in 08. This was 2010 we, all to a Super Bowl. Yeah, but that was his highest pass rating ever. I remember he was so good. We had so many wide receivers. We had a young Jordy Nelson. I don't think Randall Cobb was there yet. No, Double D. Double D was still kicking. And Greg Jennings. Mm. Put the team on it back. Greg Jennings. Earlier, the dog broke his leg. Let's go inside the mind of a Greg Jennings. Oh, earlier, dog, I broke my leg. But fuck it. I put the team on my back. And then he gets to the, close to the end zone. He's like, uh-oh, Darren Sharper, one of the hardest-hitting safeties in the league. And then he fucking scores. Hold my dick. And then he says, fuck you, Gumby. <laughs> I got to watch that video. And then good times. The shit you remember tied into sports is insane. Craziest. Crazy. Levi, what's your all-time favorite sports memory? Any sport. Any sport? Any sport. Like, your all-time. If you could pick one day. Give me a second. Give me a second. I know mine. Third place, brilliant invitational. Oh, you're talking like us? Yeah, me and you. Like, your personal best at any sport. Like, you went off. Oh, well. Mine is third place, brilliant invitational. (laughs) Best day of my life. Uh, there was a lot of good football games. Yeah, I mean, didn't you have a couple games where you ran for like 300 yards? Me and Hank combined for like 550. You and Hank combined for 550 and five scores on the ground. Yeah. Against who? That was against Winberg. Anyone I ever meet from Winberg, I'm like, hey, by the way, do you guys know you suck dick at football? <laughs> you like, you always will no matter what? Ah, uh, yeah. I'm gonna hurt all the Wittenberg my fans. My best memories were with uh, my sophomore year when you guys were seniors with Mason and Bryce and Hank. Mason, and Bryce, Hank, Trent. Those Trent, guys, dogs. Guys, you know, dogs. It was fun. It was fun. Dogs. Yeah. Wow. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> it's Levi. <laughs> it's so weird. I have like a little. I'm sitting in a chair, and then I have like this table in front of me. It's not a table though. It's a tote. And then Levi's laying in his bed. <laughs> This is, the, this is the studio, down here in the studio. studio. I also want to talk NBA for a little bit. Um, just someone's, I, I always say someone told me to do this. Like, I'll be like, someone said, but like nine times out of ten, it's just me. <laughs> uh, I want to do five, uh, top five all-time centers. NBA. Five, top five all-time at the center. So big dogs down in the post. Number five, Hakeem Olajuwon. I don't know if you know who Hakeem Olajuwon is. He was with the Rockets, and w- when Michael Jordan went to go play baseball, the Rockets won two rings back-to-back, and that was Hakeem Olajuwon. He, there was nobody really else on his team, by the way, too. I was looking up nobody else. I thought they had Charles Barkley and old Charles Barkley at that point, but they did not. Um, Blocks leader, too. He's the all-time block leader, and it's not close. I think he's got more than like 7,000 more blocks than second place, which is just nuts. Um, for Bill Russell, I wanted him to be higher because he has 11 rings, but like he was playing, you know, he was playing white guys. He was playing a bunch of 
<laughs> a bunch of crackers and plumbers. You know what I mean? I probably shouldn't say cracker. Um, you know what I mean, though. Like, that wasn't modern day NBA. Still, 11 rings, eight of them were in a row. Can you imagine going back to 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 back? That's nuts. That's eight years straight of dominance. I wonder what he felt like at the time. Like, he must have just felt invincible. You know what I mean? Eight. He has 11 rings. He can't even wear one ring per finger. He does not have the room. He's got to double up one ring. Bill Russell, all-time great. Uh, number three, this is hard. This is when it started getting hard. Will Chamberlain, he's got two rings, and he scored 100 points. They literally changed the painted area for Wilted Chamberlain. Wilted. For Wilt Chamberlain. You ever watch uh, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends? And there's a really tall red guy. He's called Wilt. And he's, he wears, like, wristbands, and he has, like, a, I'm pretty sure he's got, like, a zero, like, a number zero on his body. Super tall. I'm pretty sure he, like, has a basketball a lot of the times. Yep, he's named after Will Chamberlain. Fun fact for you. Yeah, two ranks, 100 points. Number three, Will Chamberlain. Uh, number two and number one are really close, too. Shaquille O'Neal, four rings, one MVP, three finals MVPs with Kobe. No, I, pu- I put Shaq at two. Um, in his prime, just dominant. You could not stop Shaquille O'Neal. Um, and then number one, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I have a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar jersey. Probably my favorite player of the past. The Skyhook, deadly. People must have been like, what is this guy just like flying his arm through the air and just banging him over his head? Like, And it was dominant. Nobody could stop his skyhook, and he didn't miss. We won six rings and six MVPs. So to me, that put him at number one. So there you go. Number one, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He was never, when he was on the Bucks, his name was never Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Do you know that? It was always Lou Alcindor. Lou Al, Lou, Lou Al Cinder. Lou, Lou Al Cinder. His last name was Al Cinder. He might have, ah, I should fact check that. He might have been Kareem for one year, Kareem Abdul, but. Who was your, that was your number one? Yeah, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Shaq was number two. Three? Will Chamberlain. And then four was Bill Russell. Five was Akeem Olajuwon. Kevin Garnett? Kevin Garnett was a power forward. Yeah. No. So I, I, I thought about that. Yeah, Kevin Garnett played power forward. He was. He was 6'11". Holy fuck. 6'11", 6'10". Really good. Really good with the T-Wolves. And then he was the first big three in the Celtics. Him, Ray Allen. Boston! You got Ray Allen. Oh, have you ever seen Uncut? Paul Pierce. Ray Allen and Kevin Garnett. Rashawn Rondo. Yeah. Holy cow. Do you ever seen Uncut Gems? Have you ever seen Uncut? Adam Sandler and Uncut Gems. Oh, my God. Best movie. I can't. If we gotta talk about a good movie, Adam Sandler and Uncut Gems. So good. So good. I will not spoil this for anyone. Go see Uncut Gems right now. Get in your car. Get your car keys. Get in your car. Go to Uncut Gems. So good. Adam Sandler. Best. Best. He was good. Did such a good job portraying Boston. Shout out Adam Sandler. Okay. But yeah, that was it for. Uh, that was it for NBA. I got some other things I want to talk about here. Close it up. Uh, my Bitmoji. Someone was upset that my Bitmoji was wearing a costume. They're like, why is your Bitmoji wearing a dragon costume? What are you, the Bitmoji police? Get get out of here with that. If I want my Bitmoji to wear 
a thong. He's gonna wear a thong. The bitch. The I gotta stop talking in a Boston accent. <laughs> if my bitmoji wants to wear a freaking rubber duck suit and a fishing pole attachment, he can do whatever he wants. That's my bitmoji, okay? I don't update my bitmoji daily. I'm sorry to offend you, okay? But he's gonna stay in that dragon costume, as far as I'm concerned. As far as I'm concerned, that's my bitmoji. The bitmoji police. Look out, Levi. You get a citation from the bitmoji police. Woo, 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 woo! Get on the fucking ground! Your bitmoji is wearing a costume! Bam, bam, bam! And that's how I want to go out. The fucking bitmoji police. Are you kidding me? It's not real. That's not real, people. Worrying about what my bitmoji wears. Get fuck out of here. Honestly. Holy cannoli. For Pete's sake. <laughs> Keep it rolling, though. I got to dial back. And that got me amped. If you remember the bitmoji, please don't talk to me. I don't talk to the bitmoji, please. Never talk to the cops. Especially no bitmoji, please. What the fuck? Keep it rolling, though. Keep it. Keep it. I was thinking about this. Think about this for a second. Think about this. How, you know, if we don't brush our teeth, right, we get, like, gum disease. My teeth will fall out, right? My teeth will get dirty and they'll probably fall out. I could get gum disease. It would take a while to develop, but certainly within my lifetime, if I'm not brushing my teeth, I'll get cavities. I'll get gum disease, you know, over, a, over the course of 40 years. For sure. If you're not brushing your teeth, you're going to get something. So riddle me this. Think about this. How in 10,000 BC did they brush their teeth? <laughs> Tell me. Look it up. Look it up. It's, uh, weird it, it's up. Tell me about it then. Let me hear it. In 10,000 BC, they had rags with, it was like. Rags? Yeah, they had rags. What did they make the rags out of? Fur? I guess. They don't, it's not like a rag like what we have. I'll tell you that. And then they would use like brandy for it. Brandy? They did not have brandy in 10,000 BC. Yeah, they did, bro. I just, we looked this up. You look it, BC, look it up. Leaves and sticks? Yeah, leaves. They're just scrubbing their mouths with leaves and sticks, and that's going to protect against gum disease. But if I don't brush my teeth with Colgate two times a day, I'm going to get a cavity? Yeah, fucking right. Yeah, right. How did their teeth not fall out is what I want to know. With sticks and leaves, and that got it covered. But I got to brush my teeth twice a day? Come on. Come on now. Sticks and leaves? That's crazy. Think about that, though. Think about that for a second. Salt and chalk. Salt and chalk? I could see salt. Like char chalk charcoal? Charcoal? Charcoal and salt? That makes sense. Yeah, brandy, dude. Brandy? How did they make alcohol? How did people get fucked up back then? I don't know. Mushrooms? <laughs> I don't know. How did people back in 10,000 BC get fucked up? They didn't have drink. They didn't have beer. No. They probably just ate stuff in the woods and was like, hey, let's see what happens. They're probably mushrooms and berries and stuff, and then they get all <laughs> go to different dimensions and stuff. I don't know. It's a good question. How did they – they must have had wine. You know, wine's pretty old. They had wine in, like, ancient Greece. Interesting, though. I was thinking about this. Think about this. Think about this. Think about this. Babies, right? Babies, right? Yeah, they had wine. They did have wine back in the day, yeah, stomping grapes and stuff with fruit. I guess that makes sense. Fermented fruit. Um, 
Wow, think about that. Think about this. Think about this. Babies, right? Babies are made from, like, the tiniest microscopic, you know, an egg and a little swimmy guy, you know, to use scientific terms. So small, right? You can't see that with your naked eye. And then it grows into me. I, that's how small I was at one point. And then it grew into me. It grew into me. Like, it, I got that big. No way. That's crazy. So crazy to think about. All they do is take milk, right? They just take milk. A, they take a liquid and they turn that into, like, bone, flesh, and brain. You know what I mean? The first year of their life, when they're just drinking milk, they're still growing. And they're taking the milk, you know? And they're turning it into bone. And they're, they're growing their brain, flesh. That's crazy. They're literally taking a liquid and making it into body. They were drinking wine in 1700 BC. That seems legit. That adds up. Yeah. But just think about that. Think about babies. The, the potential for life that a baby has. Like crazy. We were all babies. Literally. Everyone on earth at one point was a baby. Think about that. Think about this. Every about every hundred years or so, there's a completely new set of people on earth. Every hundred years, we're like restarting. I mean, not restarting, but you know what I mean? Every hundred years. At the hundred year mark, there will almost always be... I mean, I guess you could live over a hundred... Let's say every 120 years, there's a new set of people on Earth. A completely new set. You gotta collect them all. <laughs> um, but yeah, think about that. Think about those things. Let them stir around in your brain. Just been thinking about a lot of weird stuff stuck in this house on quarantine. Laying in my bed thinking about babies. And how do I brush my teeth if I'm a caveman? Weird. Makes no sense. The more you know, though... Um, was on YouTube, you know, I told you guys about the baby sloth thing. I was, I like that baby sloth stuff, but, uh, I found a new thing. I was on YouTube, uh, yesterday and like last night before I, well, I didn't fall asleep, but like some point last night while I was still up, uh, it's a YouTube channel called Foo the flower horn. And it's about this guy who does like fish tanks really good. He does like real fish tanks, like with dirt at the bottom and like real plants in the fish tank. Super peaceful. He plays really peaceful music, and he, like, shows them he'll, like, make brine shrimp. He'll, like, feed them live brine shrimp. Um, such a good channel. He's got, like, all different kinds of fish, all different kinds of shrimp, all living within the same ecosystem. It's crazy. Check it out. Foo, the flower horn. He's got a big – the, the flower horn is a fish, and it's this big fish with, like, this huge growth on its head, and it, it's hilarious. Go check out a flower horn. If you're not gonna go to the YouTube channel, food the flower horn, then go check out, go check out just a, like a picture of a flower horn. That's what I imagine. Anyone listening to this is a flower horn. Ugly. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Um, but yeah, you know how it goes. Uh, also check out. You know, I'm gonna keep plugging Iron Mike. Check out D. Check out DNU underscore Iron Mike Eight streams Madden almost every day, if not every day. Great guy. DNU underscore Iron Mike 8. The DNU is capitalized. The DNU stands for dots and users. You know, he's a pro. Go check him out. Pack openings. You know, if you're bored, jump on Twitch, watch him play. It's good. I, I rarely see him lose. I'll tell you that. 
yeah, go check them out. DNU underscore Iron Mike Eight. Um, that's all I think I got for you today, folks, from the basement. Appreciate it. You know, we're gonna keep working out the kinks. I'm gonna keep going. I like I said, I'm not gonna stop doing this. Today it was a little late on the episode. It's right now. It's one o'clock in the morning. So, <laughs> it's tomorrow. <laughs> but uh, I'm not gonna stop. I love it too much. Um, you know, constructive. I need constructive criticism too. If you're listening, tell me. Let me know you're listening. The play, the number of plays I've had in the first two episodes is crazy. I'm not gonna tell you the number. I don't want to flex, but way, way more than I thought. I thought we'd be in like the the five to five to ten range, and we're we're a little, we're we're over that. So that's good. We're over that. We got people watching. So uh, I think I'm gonna start having people on. If you want to be on the podcast, all you gotta do is download this app and have a microphone. You don't even have to have a microphone, but you might just sound like shit on if you're just talking to your phone. Uh. Might work with me, though. I think pretty soon we're going to have other guests. But um, appreciate Levi. He was on for a little bit. I hope you guys could hear him. If not, you know, I hope I did a good job relaying the information. But, yeah, let me know. If you want to be on the podcast, love to have you on the podcast. It's super easy. Super easy setup. Let me know. DM me. Slide in my DMs. <laughs> um, let me know. But uh, that's all I think I got for today. Uh, that's peace out from the basement. I'm Dak James, and this is the Dak James Podcast.